God is the one who created time. He created time for us so that we can do things in our lives and, so we, and that we can do things for him. We, we all have time to do some things for God. Amen. I'm going to read this scripture. It's in um, Genesis 1. And it says, Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light on the earth. And it was so. So see, God created time for us. So that, you know, we rise up at a certain time and we work during the day and then we go to bed at a certain time. Amen. But during the time that we are awake, then there are things that God wants us to do. How I many you know the first thing we need to do is give him his time first amen. in the morning? Amen? amen. Early in the morning, just like Jesus did. You know, Jesus was our example. And what did he do? He told us the Bible in Mark chapter one, verse 35 says he rose a great while before day, a great while before day. And so we have time to get up and to worship him and tell him how wonderful he is. Amen. And what a good God he is. And thank him for all the blessings that he has bestowed upon us. Amen. You know, he wants us to be thankful people. We, we need to be thankful people. You know, I know in Psalms 119, I memorized the scripture. It says, seven, David says, seven times a day, I will praise you because of your righteous judgments. As often as you can think about it, praise the Lord. Amen. As much time as you can, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God for everything. Everything good in your life came from God. It came down from above, from the Father of lights. The Bible says, in whom there is no variableness. There is no shadow of turning. As I just said, he's not like people. He said, I am God. I do not change. I mean, so I thank God that he is not like people and that he doesn't change. Amen. And you know what? Jesus is what? The same yesterday, today, and forever. I mean, we can use our time to just thank God. Thank you, Lord. Let's do that right now. We just stop right now in the midst of this and we just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us time to thank you, to praise you, to give you glory because you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised and worshiped and adored. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, you know, it's so many people talk about time all the time. And here in our culture, there is so many expressions about time. I want to see if you, you uh, have heard a couple of these. I know you have. How, anybody ever heard about a race against time? Yeah. It's a race against time. It's when you need to, to rush to do something before the deadline. <laughs> and then how about in the nick of time? Right. In the nick of time, that means uh, at the last moment before it's too late. Because yeah. time is running out. Amen. And then I heard this, I hadn't heard too much, but had a devil of a time. I mean, they had a difficult time. They had a, had a hard time. And then how about have a lot of time on your hands? Now, I don't have a lot of time on my hands. I'm telling you, I'm trying to get some time, some more time. And then only a matter of time. I mean, it, it would definitely happen sooner or later. It's going to happen sooner or later. How about time will tell? <laughs> that that means that the passing of time is going to show the results, whether it's good or bad. There's all these things about time. And then the, the last thing I want to say says waste time. We've all wasted some time. 
That's doing things that have no purpose. God doesn't want us to waste time. He really doesn't, does he? And you know, in the Greek, the word redeem means to buy back. It means to ransom or to rescue from loss. From loss. So how many of you know we need to rescue some things we've lost in the remaining time that we have? So you know what we need to do is look, we look at ourselves. Look at how old we are. What our age is. The other day, my husband said he put his age up 10 years. He wasn't even thinking about how old he was. I was like, honey, you're not that old. <laughs> but when he, gets, when he has a birthday, then he always, said, he always goes and said, okay, he's always said he's a year older than what he is, you know. So, so anyway, but in the time that we have left, we need to rescue that time that we lost. We, knew, we need to do some things for God that he's asked us to do that we have not done. We need to rescue and redeem that time. Because you know what? That's what Jesus did for us. He redeemed us from the hands of the devil. I mean, all of us, every one of us, because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible says he has, who has delivered us from the power of darkness... And he translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption. Redemption. Everybody say redemption. Redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. He redeemed us. And God, I am so glad about it. I'm so thankful. Amen. Never take for granted this great salvation that you have. The Bible says neglect not this great salvation. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so, but anyway, the, the, the main uh, verse that I want to talk about is in Ephesians chapter 5, verse, starting at verse 14. This is what it says. This is why it is said, wake up, sleeper. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. He said, wake up, sleeper. You say, well, I'm, not, I'm not in my bed sleeping. But you act like you're asleep. You know, when we're not doing what God's called us to do, we're acting as if we don't understand what we're, what we're supposed to be doing. So that's why he said, wake up, sleeper. Arise from the dead. Rise up from the dead. So, you know what? We, we've got to keep ourselves stirred up and not allow ourselves to grow cold. We need to stir ourselves up. We need to build ourselves up. And our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So don't not walk around as if we don't understand what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, God has made it plain. Jesus made it plain in the word what he called us to do. But then you know what? Much of the church is not doing what Jesus called us to do. So that's why we need to wake up. That's why he's telling them, wake up and rise up from the dead. And it says, and Christ will give you light. He will give you understanding. He will enlighten you. He will give you revelation. How many know we need the the revelation? Say, I need the revelation. I need the revelation of what God wants me to do. What am I supposed to be doing? Otherwise, I'm just walking around like a zombie, you know, not knowing and not, not understanding. So he tells us to wake up. Wake up, rise up. And God will give us light. 
It says, be very careful then how you live. Not as wise, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the times. See, that's what he's saying, redeeming the times. It's, it's, it's in also in Colossians, it says redeeming the times. We need to make most of every opportunity that we have. We don't need to be wasting a lot of time. I mean, we don't have a lot of time. We really don't have a lot of time. You know, I look at the age I am. I mean, I, I, you know, the Bible tells us to teach us to number our days. Number our days and look to see how many days we have left. And we know it's 365 days in a year. So then we look at your age and then you can just kind of number. These days are winding down. Our wet days, they're getting shorter. And so what are we doing with the days that we have left? Amen? All right. Why? He says, making the most of every, every opportunity because the days are evil. Now, you know what? We, don't, we act like we don't even know that these days are evil. These days are evil. And uh, they're going to play a video. I want you to see how evil the days are that we're living in right now.
Wow. Can you, did you know this was happening? That they're actually implanting microchips in the hands of humans in the United States. And the people volunteered to do it. How many of you know, even if they read Revelation, some of them still wouldn't believe it was wrong. You see what I'm saying? That's the days that we're living in right now. These are the times we're living in. I mean, you can clearly see that's Mark of the Beast. They say they're doing it for convenience. They're doing it so they can turn their computers on. So they can get in, interest into their buildings. So they can buy snacks. So this is what's happening in the United States. And people are volunteering to do it. To have that implanted in their hands. So uh, the times that we're living in, we don't have much time to do, to obey God and what he's called us to do. And then I, even day before yesterday, I believe, um, they, they shot 150 rockets over into Israel. I don't know if you, you know, I'm, I'm tell, I was telling Ms. Doris, I said, you know, Michael, the archangel, he is watching over Israel. You don't have anything to worry about. But the thing is, it's just showing you that we're, we're at the end, we're at the last of the last days. We're at the last of the last days. And so, and then, you know what? We, we act like we don't know it. We act like we don't know it. That we don't understand the signs of the times. Of what's going on. You know, the Bible talks about one of the tribes of Israel, Issachar. Said Issachar, they knew the signs of the time. They knew the times. And they knew what Israel ought to do. So we need to ask the Lord to open our eyes. To show us what is going on so we can do what he called us to do. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And so, it says, so therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will, the Lord, the will of the Lord is. Amen? And you know what, even I, I read a scripture in Habakkuk uh, some months back in chapter 1. This is what it said. It says, the law is paralyzed. In the streets. The law is paralyzed. Even the word is paralyzed. Because people don't. They don't care about the word. They don't honor the word. They don't honor Jesus. They don't honor. They don't care. About anything. So that shows you. This is the time that we're living in right now. So it's time to wake up. To wake up and be about God's business. Amen. Praise the Lord. So. It's, and it says, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. In other words, what does he want me to do? Amen? Praise the Lord. I want to read this scripture. Everybody's familiar in Ephesians chapter 4. Begin at verse 11. Okay. It says, and, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers. For what? 
So why did Jesus give these fivefold ministers? For the equipping of the saints. Okay, raise your hand if you're a saint. All right, if you're a believer, you're a saint. If you're born again, you're a saint. For the equipping of the saints, for what? For the work of ministry. For the work of ministry. You all are called to do the work of the ministry. Every believer is a minister. Everybody say this. I am a believer. I am a minister. And you know what all that means is that you are a servant of God. That's what the word minister means. It means that you are a servant of the Most High God. Amen? You are a minister. So then we have lot, a lot of work to do. And just see, are you doing what God called you to do? I mean, it doesn't mean standing behind the pulpit. It doesn't mean that. It means that wherever you go, you are to reflect Jesus in your life. So you have to understand what the will of God is for you. Amen. I have to understand what the will of God is for me. And then we need to get on it because the time is running out. Amen. Amen. And then turn to Romans. Romans chapter 13. And it says this. And do this. Knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. How many of you know it's time? It's knowing the time. So do you know the time? Do you know and understand the time? The time that we're living in. So it's high time to awake out of sleep. Because our salvation. How many know Jesus is our salvation? Jesus is our salvation. He is nearer to come even than when we first believed. You know, I, um, when I, before we moved from Houston, there was this mathematician and astrophysicist. That's been 34 years ago. He wrote a book called Suddenly No More Time. No More Time. And he proved that time is running out. Mathematically, he proved it. So, but you know, we just, we, we act as if we don't understand. I'm, I'm talking about the church. Because, listen, everybody knows in Second Chronicles chapter 7 what, what the word says. It says, if my people, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin, I will heal their land. Okay, but now look at the land. Look at the United States of America. Does it look like it's being healed? So maybe it's because the church is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. He said, my people. He didn't say anybody else. He didn't say the government. I mean, no, the government can't do anything. It's his people. His people are the ones that's supposed to be praying and seeking his face. And turning from their wicked ways. See? And then he said he will hear. He will forgive. And he will heal our land. He will cleanse us. Amen? So we're the ones that set in the stage for everything. You and I. You. 
you know, I mentioned a message one time. Listen, heaven is waiting on you. Heaven is waiting on you. He's waiting on me. He's waiting on us, the church, to wake up. To wake up and do what it's supposed to be doing. And it's not just coming to church, hearing the word, and going back home, and coming to church, hearing the word, and coming back home. That's not it. It's everywhere we go. We have to have a, a, a law for people. We, we need to ask God to give us a heart for the lost. For the lost people. You know, and we can get on our job about praying for our families to be saved. I'm, I'm not saying you're not praying for your family to be saved, but I'm telling you, I have had to just intensify my prayers for my loved ones. Amen? For my brother. I, mean, I have a brother, you know, I've been praying for and praying for, and I'm telling you, he would not go to church at all. And so we just stepped up the prayer and just, and, and you know what? He is go, attending church. Then he calls me and tells me what the preacher's preaching. And I said, Lord, God, Lord, just, he's got to do more than go to church. Amen. He's got to be obedient to you. But I'm telling you, prayers work. Prayer changes everything. Prayer changes everything. And all of us are called to pray. All of us are called to intercede for the lost. People in your neighborhood, people, people that you see, you know, we have to have a heart. One of the spirits that we were told to bind in Camden was a spirit of selfishness. Because people are selfish. They don't want to take time and make time to go out of their ways to help people, to pray for people. I mean, it takes time to pray for people. It takes time to pray for people. But it's worth it. That's what God called us to do. Amen? He called us to pray for one another. He called us because he said it's not his will that any should perish. He didn't want anybody to perish. So we need to pray. I mean, we used to have, I first came to Canada, we had a prayer list, my friend and I, and we just went down that list and prayed for people. She was the only person in her in her family that was saved. But then we just kept praying. Then her mother got saved. Then her sister got saved. Then her brother got saved. He got called to the ministry. But it takes prayer. It takes dedication. It takes commitment to God to obey him. I mean, it takes a commitment. And you have to tell your flesh, you are not going to do what you want to do. You're going to obey. You're going to pray. You're going to study this word. You're going to get the word down in you. You're going to keep yourself stirred up. Amen. Build, it, build yourself up in your most holy faith. We're going to be doing what God called us to do. Amen. And whatever it takes, you need to get close to some fire. Wherever it is, you know, other, you need to hear other messages. You need to hear people that are on fire. You anybody know some people that are on fire? Amen. Well, you listen to them, them and that fire will get on you. Amen. So it will. So we have got to be able to redeem the time. And so that means sometimes we're just going to have to stop being as busy as we've been being. You know? And then some things we're just going to have to stop, just get a list and say, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to pray today. I'm going to pray, extend my prayer time today. I'm going to pray for these people today. So you have to make a conscious effort in order to redeem the time. In order to get about doing what God called you to do. Amen? Amen. We all have to. Because the time is running out. Jesus is coming soon. He is coming soon. So we better get ready. Because the Bible says when you see all these things come to pass. Like that microchip and all these things. When, uh, when you see all these things begin to come to pass. It says then look up. 
and lift up your head because your redemption draws nigh. Jesus is soon to come. Amen. Amen. And we need to act like it. Everywhere we go, we need to act like it. I mean, we need to just show love to people. We need to, we need to reach out to people. I mean, unlovely people. We need to pray without ceasing. That's what the Bible tells us to do. We've got to redeem the time. We need to make up for lost time. Let's everybody stand. And we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much. Lord, thank you for reminding us about the time that we have left. Lord, thank you for helping us to see, God, that is, we don't have time to waste. Lord, help us to see, God, that you have called us to do a specific job for you, God. And Lord, we just, we don't want to be lazy. We don't want to be wasting our time. Lord, not doing what you called us to do. So, Lord, we thank you right now. If you, you want to redeem some time, lift your hands. Lord, we thank you right now. We need to redeem the time. Lord, we need to rescue the time that we have left. Lord, help us to number our days. Help us to see, Lord, how much time we have left. And, Lord, we ask you to forgive us. Forgive us, Lord, for not obeying you. Lord, and not being quick to hear and to obey. So, Lord, we just thank you right now. Lord, you said if we confess our sins, you are faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Lord. Lord, we receive our forgiveness right now. We receive our forgiveness right now, Lord. Lord, and we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see, Lord, where we are in time. Lord, where we are today in time. Lord, we realize that we are living in the last of the last days, Lord. And so, Lord, we just want to thank you, Lord. We want to be busy when Jesus comes. Lord, Jesus said, when I come, will I find faith in the earth? Lord, we thank you that you will find faith operating in our lives. Lord, we thank you that you, we have faith, God, and we will obey you. We will get busy, Lord. Lord, we will check our list, God. Lord, we will redeem some time in our lives, Lord. So, Holy Spirit, I thank you. Thank you for reminding this these people of, Lord, of what they are to do with their time. Lord, they're just not going to just spend a lot of time watching television, a lot of time, Lord, doing other things. Lord, but they're going to spend time on their knees asking you, Lord, what it is, what is it that you want me to do today? Lord, what is it that you need for me to say today to someone? Lord, I thank you right now for giving us wisdom and giving us strategies, God, on how to reach the people, Lord, here in, in our areas, Lord, here in our in our families, God. Lord, give us wisdom. Lord, show, show us, Lord, how to love others, God. And Lord, I thank you. We bind that spirit of selfishness, Lord. Lord, we bind laziness in Jesus' mighty name. And so, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reminding us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to redeem the time, God. Thank you, thank you, Lord, for reminding us. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Lord, and we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody shouted, amen and praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand for his word. His word.
is so powerful. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God.